This is Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. I'm Helen Farmer and this is the Farmer's Kitchen podcast. A bit of a special one today with all sorts of incredible guests. We were talking turkey, trimming, the tree, some great recipes and all the extra touches to make your holiday just absolutely perfect. Plus... The big man in red, Santa himself, was on hand to answer my questions, but most importantly, those of young Dubai Eye listeners. Get ready to find out all of his secrets. This is Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Let's talk food. It's our Spinney's Christmas party this afternoon. Um, I've just had an amazing, amazing lunch with some of their gorgeous ingredients. And over the course of the next few hours, we're going to be talking top tips, things to buy, things to taste, and what's been happening behind the scenes. Jo Black is with us now. She is the commercial manager um, of Ambient, which, Joe, you described as everything that's not in a freezer or a fridge. <laughs> and anything that's not in a fridge, yes. <laughs> so we're going to be talking candies because an amazing selection was brought in for our, our viewing pleasures, but probably our tasting pleasures as well. Tell us a little bit about some of the trends and when you start kind of taking note of them in the year, Joe. Yeah, definitely. So um, even up until literally this afternoon, I uh, started receiving quotes and range selections for 2023. No. Yeah, yeah. It's not even um, the week. Well, it's kind of nearly the week before Christmas. Crikey. And we're already talking about next year. So um, there's a lot of planning. There's a lot of preparation. Um, but we've got to do what we've got to do yeah. to get everything on the shelf in time. And to get us, you know, smiling and a few happy kilos heavier. <laughs> so let's talk candy then, because a lot of it seems to be coming from the States, as we know, in the US, going mad for Halloween, as we discussed before, but also Christmas too. What are some of the more unusual combinations or, I guess, kind of unique things that you're seeing? Yeah, so we take we take so much inspiration from uh, the US. We see so much um, changing, so much innovation coming out. Um, and we try and get over there as much as we can, um, especially around this time of year, because the displays are amazing. Um, whether it's funky, innovative flavours, um, whether it's twists on standard recipes, mm-hmm. um, we see a lot coming out of there. And um, our customers are loving it. They're really loving it. What about you? Any favourites? My favourites? Uh, well, I kind of, I guess I call myself the self-titled candy queen. So I can't really pick a favorite they're like all like my children um but I I do love the candy canes I mean how can you not they go with everything whether it's in a hot chocolate whether you're building a candy castle um yeah I am a sucker for a candy cane there um there's also some great chocolate as well I saw a gingerbread man Kit Kat earlier (laughs) I knew that you were gonna pick that one out what is this sorcery I'm here for it don't get me wrong I haven't had a chance to taste it yet but maybe we'll do that live later what's it like oh it's fantastic um we saw that last year in the states and it was on my absolute hit list to bring over for this year and we got it and it yeah it's nothing quite like it you can't recreate that flavor now can we talk biscuits yes that's that's one of my favorite things about christmas i feel like there's such a sense of occasion about a really nice tin of biscuits and for me growing up it was always like the tin of chocolates and the tin of shortbread and we had some friends over for dinner on tuesday night and they brought the Spinney's house, which <laughs> is just gorgeous. It looks like a Victorian home and it's full of shortbread. It's just absolutely lovely. And I wondered if you were the woman responsible. Um, not just me. Uh, there is definitely a big team uh, that goes behind uh, that particular product. Uh, there has definitely been some blood, sweat and tears on that product. It's gorgeous. It's so stunning. Um, and, you know, seeing it on the shelf and all of that hard work absolutely paid off. It's it's resonated so much with our customers. They cannot get enough of our Christmas tin. Well, it's funny because we were just talking on the show yesterday about the etiquette of gifting and re-gifting and how hard it can be to know what to take if you're going to someone's for dinner or a you know, holiday party. And Taylor Elizabeth, uh, the elegance advisor, was saying exactly that, you know, something that it feels like a bit of a treat, a bit of an occasion. And I just thought that absolutely fitted the bill. Um, and good shortbread as well. Oh, it's amazing. Absolutely, I can't get enough. Absolutely <laughs> crucial. You're listening to Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Jo Black is with us today. We're talking trends. She's the commercial manager of Ambient and the self-confessed candy queen. And you're getting some love on the social media. Message here saying, loving the Spinney's food Christmas lollies. Tell me more. I haven't spotted them in store yet. <laughs> yeah, they're a new addition for this year. Um, again, a lot, a lot of work went into those little babies. Um, we've got a, a gingerbread flavoured lolly. It's a gingerbread sh- uh, shaped man. Flavoured lolly. Yeah, gingerbread. Uh, shape, yep. Snowflake mint lolly. Uh, and then also a bright red Santa lolly, of course. Strawberry Santa. That. Yeah. And Isabella saying, um, highly recommend the After 8 Sticks Tube for Christmas from Spinney's. After 8 to me, that and Matchmakers, 
That is Christmas. It is. Chocolate, chocolate mint. Chocolate mint. Let's talk trends. Um, what have you noticed in terms of the non-edibles? So the your crackers and your decor and what's in store and, and doing well? Yeah, so um, we're definitely seeing a shift in our customers wanting to stock up a little bit earlier uh, when it comes to the sort of non-food general merchandise. Um, there's a lot happening in the likes of woodland, like creative, crafty Ooh. style. Um, so very much on the table decorations. And people like to celebrate not just that one day of the year, but all in the run up to it. So, so true. So true. We were talking about decor um, in terms of interiors trends a few weeks ago, and it was more of a case of not doing Christmas decor, but having a bit of a season change and yes. bringing in different fabrics and textures and tablescaping and making it feel like more of a, a wintry thing rather than a, as you say, one a one day thing. Exactly. All the way from fall Halloween all the way through to Christmas and finally of course New Year. What about crackers? Crackers are big for us, they're massive. Um, I was shocked when I first saw them and how well they do for us but again just going a lot bigger on beautiful colours, beautiful designs um, we see a lot in the obviously the classics reds, gold and silvers but something big we've seen this year is more into the rainbow technicolour style which has been really big for us this year. I hope they've still got rubbish jokes. Um, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, lastly, I wanted to ask you about drinks because there's been a real explosion of that alcohol-free range all the way through the year um, and it's been totally embraced. And I think it was done in a bit of a way a few years ago. It was, you know, there's a bit, just a bit of a token offering, I think, mm. for a lot of people. But my goodness, now, so many people wanting to have different options, you know, mocktails and mixers, non-alcoholic wines and beers. What kind of kind of resonance are you getting on there on that? Yeah, so we're definitely seeing a lot into the sparkling, so non-alcoholic sparkling. So it's very celebratory mm. gatherings. Um, we have obviously our own range of Spinney's Food Sparkling, which does phenomenally well for us. Um, but alongside that, we've got the more adult grown-up soft drinks as well. So the range from the UK Beaver, beautiful brand um, in Nottingham that we've worked with for a number, a number of years. And this year we've got a festive range with them. So the likes of Spiced Ginger Punch, a mulled wine punch, um, and even a mulled wine cordial, which is just perfect for, you know, cozying up on the sofa. The branding is absolutely beautiful. Um, I've only had it cold, but could you have it warm? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think even on the, um, even the bottle, it says, you know. Didn't read the bottle. I just got got straight into it. (laughs) Serving suggestions, hot, cold, and, you know, putting beautiful fruits and cinnamon sticks and, you know, making that nice little non-alcoholic drink at home. Well, thank you, as I said, for all of the hard work that's been going on behind the scenes. Um, This is a difficult question and I haven't warned you about this, but if you can't win 500 dirhams to spend, I'm afraid. But (laughs) if I was to give you that voucher, Joe, what would you be spending in Spinney's this weekend? What would I be spending? Oh, that's so hard. That's like asking me to pick who's my favourite child. Um... Right, well, maybe I should go with the fresh side because obviously I look after groceries. Um, I would probably head over to the fish counter and pick up our lobster. Ooh, it's newly yeah. launched and it's amazing. Yeah. Joe's going luxury. What would you do if you <laughs> weren't that voucher? Joe Black, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Really lovely to meet you properly. This is Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well. Live well. He is the man responsible for not just the turkeys, the turduckins, the centrepieces, the cheeses, the baked goods and more. Paul Crawford, commercial manager of Fresh at Spinney's, is in the studio this afternoon. Paul, before we get to some of the incredible offerings this festive season, what would you spend that 500 dirhams on? Not that you can win it, but I am curious. Well, Helen, being a proud Scottish man, um, I, I would definitely say we've got a whole salmon Ooh. in Spinney's this weekend from Scotland. Um, from our suppliers over there we work very closely with. We've got a whole salmon for 195 dirhams. That's very good. So I'd go and buy a couple of those and I'd have some spare change. You would indeed. Oh, Joe was just mentioning there about candies and she left being like, oh, I can't believe we didn't talk about the Toblerone. What's the Toblerone? This Toblerone, I believe it's about three and a half kilos. and <laughs> it is. That's ab- what my baby weighs. It is absolutely massive. Um, I, I don't even think uh, Joe could eat one of those herself. Well, so, do you know what? Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's the next Spinney's viral video. It's competitive eating of the of the special Toblerone. <laughs> Just saying. Right, let's talk turkey. How much research and go, go, and I guess relationships goes into finding what is 
some might say, the most pressurised meal of the year. If that turkey's not right, Christmas could be ruined, Paul. That's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. Yeah, that's right. So we've forged relationships with our um, suppliers, our our farmers for many, many years. And we actually source our um, turkeys for Christmas from New Zealand. Um, They are 100% free range. And um, we've been working with the brand Teagle for a number of years. And um, the amount of planning that goes in for, for one shipment just before Christmas is there's a lot of work. But we, we understand the pressure. We, we want to meet all of our customers' needs and make sure they've got turkeys in store, for can, fresh turkeys. Can we talk logistics then? Can people pre-order them? Where are we at in, in that kind of yeah. time, Craig? Because times are ticking. Yeah, sure. So there's a pre-order form available in store and online. Uh, that's open till the 18th of December. Um, our fresh turkeys will be in store by the 22nd um, and they're available across all of our big stores. Okay, let's go non-traditional then because we have seen a bit of a movement. And actually, I think it depends on your passport as well. I've got friends from all over the world who might have you know, beef or lamb mm-hmm. um, as their kind of main, uh, main meal on Christmas Day. What else have you got in store if people don't want to go down the turkey route? Yeah, so with Spinney's is definitely a place to go if you're looking for some different options in terms of means. Um, the, one of the one of the favourite ones of our customers is the beef Wellington. So we've got tenderloin beef uh, with uh, mushroom paste wrapped in um, oh. uh, puff that's a, pastry. That's an impressive one as well. Like that, that's a moment as much as carving a turkey. That is a moment cutting through and just seeing that beautiful. You know, the, the you want it kind of medium. You want it. Yeah, that that's an absolute showstopper. That product. If you if you brought that on the table in front of your friends they would be absolutely wild it's amazing maybe only bettered in terms of wow factor by the three bird roast yes now this is my favourite the turducken go on talk us through it turkey yeah turkey uh, with duck and chicken all inside so it's a three bird roast oh my god now is this the moment that we mentioned that you're vegetarian? <laughs> what are you going to be having on Christmas so, Day? So, in my household, yes, we're actually vegetarian. My, my, I can see Tom, my boss, he's, he's, he's giving me evil looks right now. Uh, but, uh, yes, we'll actually be having, uh, um, it's the mushroom and mixed nut uh, Wellington. So, it's a take on the beef Wellington, but it's purely uh, vegetarian and actually vegan uh, based. There and I think that stacks up versus any other product. It's, it's delightful. That's brand new into our stores this year. Now, speaking of brand new, I heard rumours of a famed lobster who's uh, who's found themselves on the ice. Yes, so there, there's there's lobster in 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 our, in our stores right now. It's a fresh Canadian uh, lobster, and you can pick one up in Spinney's for only 150 dirhams each. That is showstopper. That yeah. really, really is. Now we've had lots of people getting in touch, um, talking about their favourite festive snacks, and of course, mince pies featuring very heavily on that list. You've done a few, I guess, riffs on one of the favourite flavours. What have you What have you been up to? So mince pies, our customers absolutely love them and we've went really crazy this year. Um, so for this year, uh, of course we have the traditional mince pie. Okay. Um, my favourite um, on top of mince pies is clotted cream. I would <laughs> recommend you you try that. Uh, we have, uh, for the first time, a mince pie croissant. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah that's great. And then we also have a mince pie Danish, um, mince pie stolen. Um, and we have uh, mince pie muffins as well. Here's a question for yeah. you. What's your preferred topping? I don't mean cream or custard. I mean like the top of a mince pie. Yeah. Are you a lattice, an icing? What's your, what's your topping of choice? I, the, the, definitely the lattice uh, with... with um, I really want yeah. a mince pie. Oh, yeah. Well, we've actually got some in, uh, through there, so we'll definitely in have to room. tuck into them, yeah. Okay, that's going to be me at three o'clock. Well, well, <laughs> well, no needs on the news. I'll be checking in. And lastly, because I, you will forever be the cheese man to me, Paul Crawford, some of your favourite cheeses that are in store this year, because that's, I mean, I don't take this the wrong way. I love a Christmas dinner, but I love that leftover picky cheese board nibbly yes. bits. That's, that is just the best for me. What are some of your faves? So one of my favourites this year, we've actually got what we call a camembert wreath this year. Now we've seen a huge kind of trend when it comes to uh, snacking cheese and hot eating cheese. So this is a camembert you put in the oven for say 20 minutes with the with um, some tear and share bread. It comes out the camembert is gooey, it's oozing and you, you can you rip the bread off, you dip it in. 
Oh, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Oh, Paul Crawford, your work here is done. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so, so much for coming in and sharing what's been happening, as I said, behind the scenes, the work that goes into it, but yeah, what we can look forward to in store. Um, Paul Crawford, commercial manager of Fresh, aka you've moved from the cheese man to Mr. Freeze in my contact (laughs) books now. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Happy holidays to you. You're listening to Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Well, excitement is building in the studio because just after half past three, we're going to be speaking to the big man himself. Live from Ski Dubai, Santa is going to be with us. And kids listening today, families listening, we want to hear from you. I want your questions for Santa. Now, you can message them in. That's absolutely fine on 4001. You can get in touch using the WhatsApp or the ARN Play app. Or if you want to send us a voice note, you can just say, Hi, Santa, and we will call you back. Why I hear you ask, well, obviously, curiosity. But secondly, you'll find yourself in the draw automatically to win a 500 dirham voucher to spend at Spinney's. Now, um, I can't remember what my daughter was asking on this one, but this is Phoebe. How does all of the presents fit on your sack? Hmm. Now, the other question she asked was, um, how many elves are they and are they carnivores or herbivores? <laughs> I'm going to omit that one from Santa's list. Tell me your question, kids. Let me know how old you are, your name, and you could be having a chat with Santa. We've got another big man in the studio now. Tom Harvey is with us. He is the commercial manager. <laughs> and it's just a joy to have you with us, Tom. Um, you're going from here to the Spinney's Christmas party. Straight to the Spinney's Christmas party after this, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued what food is served at the Spinney's Christmas party, presumably an absolute plethora. Well, we, we obviously, being a rather big but very multicultural organisation, not, it's not actually a Christmas party. Winter, we're, having a, we're having a winter celebration. So um, the, uh, the, the team was very busy setting up oh. a delicious barbecue with all of my favourite Spinney's Grill products um, as I left to come down to the studio. So uh, I think there will be um, lots of nice things for us to enjoy we on the grill later just on. just had a message from Rohit saying, a message for Paul who was in earlier talking about some of the fantastic products they've got Christmas Eve, just saying how much he loves the big big grill range. So Thank you. lots of love. Now, as GM, you've got a lot of uh, planning to do and I'm wondering, when does it start for Christmas? I mean, we heard earlier from Jo Black, she was saying she's even thinking about Christmas 2023 now. Yeah, Jo's already, and Jo and her team are already busy thinking about it and and yeah, I mean, some of the, some of the products that we will be um, we will be bringing in for next year are already being made. That's um, crazy. You know, Christmas puddings start being start being manufactured in October the year before. Oh, um, I love that. So yeah, so a lot of them they have to they have to mature and 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 really uh, really really build this flavour. Same with the cheese. <laughs> um, but yeah, there is a lot of planning. I mean, in a, in a funny way, um, we we're normally sort of thinking round about six months ahead of wherever we we actually are, whatever day in the world um, it, it is. Um, and as Christmas goes, it's a it's a big one for us. Mm. So actually, most of the work is is all over by April. Which is when you We've, can just kick back and enjoy. The well, I wish we could kick back. Guy, yeah, yeah but that is Valentine's, and then there's there's so many others. Well, Tom, tell us a little bit about this year because I think what's so we're so lucky as as kind of consumers and customers that we're often kind of blissfully unaware of all the hard work that goes on behind the scenes to bring products from all over the world to our shelves here in Dubai. And my husband was in the UK a few weeks ago and he messaged me going, H, it is shocking, the amount of empty shelves. And in, in, in his exact words were hellscape. He was like, it is dirty, the shelves are empty, the staff are stressed. And I was like, I hadn't appreciated this. And we waltz into your stores and it's like, tra-la-la, <laughs> making spirits bright, everyone's smiling, you know, not an empty shelf in the place. So tell us a little bit about that, Tom. Yeah, I think I, I think we are all uh, incredibly lucky um, in the UAE with, um, with how how well the the whole country is set up for supply chains and we are we're we're spoiled i as you know spend an awful lot of time overseas and see very similar stories to what you're saying about uh, uh, what your husband saw in 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 many other parts of the world um so it is challenging and there's always curveballs coming in um at the at the last minutes paul mentioned thankfully our free-range turkeys come from new zealand um the uh there have been some interesting challenges with some of the other speciality birds that we want to bring from what we would normally bring from Europe because of things like bird flu all of a sudden coming up and so um, we we know our turkeys are coming which is great and uh, I, I, I do feel sorry for people in other parts of the world where that may that may not be the um, mm. 
may not be the case. Um, but it's um, look, we we pull all the stops out every single year to make sure that Christmas to the very best that we possibly can do is, is, is not sport for anybody. So sometimes things don't get on the boat or the boat is, um, is running a little bit late. Well, in that case, we find some more. We put them on a plane. We make sure they're here because... Oh, we can't you cancel know, Christmas. They cannot cancel <laughs> Christmas, exactly. Yeah, Tom, we've had some lovely messages for Santa. Um, now, you cannot win the 500 dirham voucher. I'm a friend, but I'm curious. If you were to win a shopping spree in one of the stores... There, as general manager commercial, you obviously know the full the full range, the full gamut. So I think you are probably best placed to do an excellent curation of how that money would be best spent. How would what would you be buying? What would go in the trolley? <laughs> this this it's difficult because there's so much. I mean, I know I know Paul mentioned the uh, the giant the four and a half kilo Toblerone earlier. That would be on my list. So would the lobster. Um, we had the you know people calling in about the after eight, um, the yard of after eight, um, and then you know this this this. There's so many other things as well. The beef Wellington. There's another one, a little bit like the beef Wellington, for people who don't want red meat. The salmon on croute. This, this. There's just so I was hoping much. You're going to give me an edit, but you've just no, given me a really no, extensive I, I, shopping list. There's too much. This is Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8 with Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Tom Harvey, the general manager of commercial at Spinney's, is with us this afternoon. And I'm glad we've stolen you away before your winter celebrations. So where are you going to be on Christmas and are you going to be cooking? Because I know you are a dab hand. I love cooking and actually Christmas is uh, Christmas lunch is, is one of my favourite uh, meals of, of, of the year to do um, but it won't be me this year we are um, well my, my wife and children have already flown back to the UK uh, so I shall be joining them in London at the end of next week um, so we'll be having a big family big family mm-hmm. gathering um, but I shall be able to uh, to put my feet up and let say, somebody else do, do all the to? hard work do you not find yourself like, sitting on your hands being like you could do it like that or I would do no yeah to, but what what will probably happen is actually that um, they'll just hand over to me at some point anyway because they'll be I feel like that's when you're a grown up and you start doing the Christmas dinner and I'm not that person my husband very good cook I'm more than happy to do a few starters keep everyone topped up be elf under the tree but I still bow down to Mrs Spearman my mum and Nick Farmer is happy to get in the kitchen as well Um, now I just want to quickly talk about some trends and testing and tasting and some of the products that you're most excited about that have perhaps not been in Spinney's stores before we've been hearing about camembert wreaths and what are you excited about and what's been doing really well so Christmas here um, we always bring a lot of interesting new things in but it's 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 still it's a traditional event and so all of the classics are still absolutely the most popular you know it is your your good old fashioned sage and onion and roast chestnut stuffings that people people want so um we bring in we bring in a few tweaks on some of the recipes but we we make sure that we're still um strong on all of the uh, all of the classics um with tweaks and refinements so there is tasting and testing and adjustments going Tough on job, all Tom. year round so we honestly by the time we actually get to this time of the year we've eaten so many different turkeys and different things that we're, we're a little bit fed up and then it's just finally the christmas spirit arrives on christmas morning and think okay we can do it once more before on, uh, one more time yeah, one more time um, a question here from holly appropriately good good festive name holly i'm asking about ideas for christmas day dessert this divides our house because my brother hates raisins christmas cake christmas pudding mince pies uh-uh. he wants you know a yule log yeah and i find myself so full that actually the thought of dessert i just want to have a sleep what do you tend to do and is there anything in store that could perhaps give holly and others some inspiration well yeah there's there's all sorts of things so um i'm i'm still i'm a i'm a traditionalist the, the christmas pudding needs to be uh, needs to be there a flame um, i hope a, absolutely absolutely a flame um but there's so many other things i mean we've got we've got some fabulous um seasonal seasonal cakes and just the sort of simple simple cream cakes um lots of lovely products from uh, from the, from the freezer you know if you want something a little bit lighter a little lemon there's tart. a lemon tart or a lovely um tart tatan there's the apple tarts we've got from 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 waitrose um the other thing that i actually think is really nice to do in terms of something to make as an alternative to christmas pudding is get the panettone Ooh. and make 
a bread and butter pudding with panettone. I thought you'd say a pavlova. No, I mean pavlova is great if you're here because it's a lovely light, much more um, um, summertime dish. Um, But yeah, people always get a great big panettone. They never know quite what to do in terms of how to finish it. It's the best thing for making a bread and butter pudding. See? This is a giving season. I just want to pass on a message that's just come in for you, Tom. This is from Elvis saying, can you please pass on a shout out to Tom about Mello, M-E-L-O, who heads the bakery section at Mercato. She was so sweet and helped me get a slice of pumpkin pie, although it was being sold as a whole. Elvis, thank you for the message. We'll definitely make sure Mello gets the feedback on that. Thank thank you for letting us know. No coal in her stocking this year. Tom Harvey, General Manager of Commercial Spinneys, get yourself... To the Maidan branch for your knees up. I can't wait to see the photos. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. And sincere thanks to you and the whole team for all of the hard work because you make it look so effortless and it makes everyone's Christmas just so, so special from trees to turkey on all those finishing touches Thank as you. well. And a happy Christmas. Happy holidays to you, sir. This is Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Great to have you with us at the Spinney's Christmas party. I am Helen Farmer and we're talking turkey, but we're also talking trees with Trina Grease, who is one of the suppliers of the trees you will find in Spinney's this year. She is speaking to us from Denmark, where that tree farm has been in the family for generations. And I just want to start, Trina, by saying a personal thank you because we bought our tree from Spinney's and she is gorgeous. She's definitely a she. She's absolutely beautiful. Um, So thank you for all the hard work that goes on behind the scenes. Can you tell us a little bit about how this started? You know, if if you're able to share, I guess, the history of that property. When I was little, I well, it it was my father's farm at that time. And, you know, when I was working uh, in the in the vacations, I earned some money, you know, going around the trees and the apple trees and doing a lot of help and after when you know when I grew up and I have been out traveling and doing some uh, studies at university my father asked me if I wanted to to come over and take over the farm and that was in 77. Wow and what what are the what are the trees that you have can you tell us a little bit about their about the specifics about how they grow the height and I guess the qualities of them as well. The earth is very good for Christmas trees at my farm because it's sandy and it's near the water and it doesn't get that cold and, you know, the trees grow slower. And also in spring, it's very urgent, very important that we don't get the spring uh, frost because that can destroy the new the the next year's production. Oh, already. Oh, wow. Okay, so you've really got to be thinking yeah. ahead. And tell us a little bit about yeah. the trees that have come to us here in Dubai at Spinney's. Um, how tall are they yeah. when you decide to harvest them? And what does the transportation situation look like? That's the tricky part mm. of it. Because, But, you know, put in containers, uh, reefer containers, which cool them down to two degrees. They just sleep, as you can say, the trees. We cut down the trees and let them stay on two two days on the ground before we net put them into the nets which you see when you buy the trees, mm-hmm. and then we pack them in um, in pallets, and that would take for two thousand trees. <gasps> it, it takes a week to do that Gosh. just to put them in, and yeah. So is that how many you're harvesting so, every year? Two thousand trees. Two and a half thousand trees. Yeah. So how tall, how tall can we go? Because I've seen the full range in spinnies from you, from the smaller guys yeah, up to ha- some giants. <laughs> tell, tell us about that. Yeah, you know, the giant trees, we, they have been standing for 15 to 20 years. Gosh. And the small ones, they have been standing for six to seven years before you can harvest them. So it's, um, you, I have to plant every year to have a production uh, for the next seven to eight years, ten to seven to ten years, and then I just leave a, a part in the in the plantation, as you can call it, mm-hmm. uh, where I just leave them to get bigger and bigger and nurse them and get sure that they don't. I try to avoid that <laughs> something happens to them. You can't because it's nature, so you can't do. You can only do what you can, and then nature has also a lot to say so 
Um, what, but how have things yeah. changed? You know, what kind of sustainable practices are you employing on the farm that we might not know about? We nearly don't use any chemicals at all. When they're small, you have to be sure that they're clean around the trees. Otherwise, they they grow up and look not good. Mm. But as as they get bigger, you know, we just cut the grass around them and uh, we give them some fertilizer, and that's ecologic from the hens, <laughs> actually. Oh, really? So we can put, yeah. So that way we avoid to do much about chemicals. But you, what you can do by hand, we do by hand as much as we can. You know, form the trees and we cut them. Every spring there's a lot of uh, sticks around every top to avoid that the birds come and sit on the growing top and they sit on the stick we put on the tree. <laughs> it looks quite funny, yeah. Uh, you know, I wonder, it sounds um, like you're doing all the hard work on the farm there, but then it comes to us. <laughs> and I just wanted to ask you lastly, what can we do to keep your beautiful trees looking so glorious for as long as possible? Any tips and techniques for care once they come through our door? When you get the tree into your house, you, you cut a little of the um, bottom of the tree and then you put it in, hopefully, in some water. And you can also, you know, spray them with water so they they don't dry out. Thank you so much for your time, especially at this time of year. How are you feeling about yeah. the harvest for 2023? Do we think it's going to be a, a good one, Trina? Should I, should I clear even more space yeah. in our home? Yes, exactly. I think it would be good. It, it's, I'm optimistic and, uh, yeah. How cold is it in Denmark right now? What are the temperatures? Right now, we have a little snow and it's minus eight degrees oh this la morning. La. Oh, la la. Okay, uh, but well. That, but that's not, but it's not typical for Denmark, but it's been very cold this this the last two weeks so yeah wrap up warm and uh, enjoy those gorgeous trees i know i certainly am so thank you so so much for your attention i really really do appreciate it happy holidays to you and all the team on the farm yeah and merry christmas to you all this is farmer's kitchen on dubai i 103.8 with spinnies eat well live well we are of course talking food and i'm expecting tummies to be rumbling across the entire emirate right now because joining us on the line is tiffany eslick she is the creative and content director at spinnies and we're talking about some christmas and if we've got time some new year's eve recipes from the current nourish magazine 12 days of kitchmas tiffany what's this all about we had a lot of fun with this feature um when we were doing all the brainstorming we're like what can we do different for christmas and we thought let's actually with you know the whole nostalgic trend being in for this year Mm. we're like let's look at recipes from like the 70s and the 80s and come up with something fun so we did 12 recipes based like mostly on things from the 80s um and you know, did this massive feature in the magazine. Um, we shot it in a real sort of um, retro way as well. And the way we got did that was with shooting with artificial light from the front for all the shots. So there's a definite look to these pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, so it kind of looks like you're looking through an 80s cookbook um, oh, on steroids. Do <laughs> yeah. uh, volivants feature by any chance? Yes, they do. Um, and But a really quick, easy way of just using like ready-made puff pastry so you don't have okay. to, you know, spend hours making the perfect puff beforehand. Um, yes. So we've got a lovely parmesan and mushroom volivant recipe. Let's start with the turkey because this is okay. for, for many people... <laughs> you know, the showstopper. You've got a classic glazed turkey. I don't know what makes it classic or indeed what the glazing is. So before we even get to flavours, can we talk a little bit about technique and what you should be doing to make sure you've got a, a lovely bird on the big day? Is You have to brine turkey. You know, you're dealing with like a big bird and you need to brine it overnight in like a salt brine um, and then what happens is the turkey sucks in that brine and it seasons the flesh throughout the bird and it makes it really really moist and so you know when you do go and you get those super dry turkeys you can just tell that it's probably just been banged in the oven and whipped out within like two hours you know um, so it, the brine is, is key and then uh, there's really kind of no going wrong if you just follow that simple step you know um, no, and then slow, the glaze slow oh, yeah. down slow down she who is a graduate <laughs> from the Ballymore Cookery School what exactly are we doing with brining when we think about well time and what's going in there 
So essentially, we did a, quite a little bit of a special brine for this one. So we used lemons and oranges, sea salt, black pepper, fennel, um, bay, and some sugar. And we made a dry brine. Um, so mixed all those ingredients together, you zesting the lemons and oranges. Um, and we covered it all over the turkey and then placed it in the fridge for five to six hours. But really, you can do it overnight. So I would say do that. Um, and then you're going to rinse off that brine, pat the turkey really dry, and then you're going to put it into a roasting dish and do add your stuffings and cook. So, okay, I, that's a lot less complicated than I thought you were going to say. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, and then we're going to glaze her or him. <laughs> I'm not yes. Sure. Um, tell us then a little bit about what what's going into that glaze and, again, what we should be doing and why, I guess. So the glaze is going to give it that shine, right, that you, you want on the top of the bird. We did it with um, a light muscovado sugar, some apple cider vinegar, Ooh. butter, orange juice, and salt. And so you are going to cook your turkey until it reaches to a point of 75 degrees Celsius, an internal temperature. Then you're going to make the glaze. So it's very simple. You're going to place the sugar and vinegar in a small pot and bring that to a boil, stir it, lower the heat, and then simmer. You want a syrup, right? Mm -hmm. Then you take it off. You whisk in your butter. Get out all your anger while you're whisking in the butter. Um, And then you're going to pour out the stock from the bottom of the roasting tray and return that turkey to the oven. And then you're going to brush the glaze over that turkey every sort of like 15 minutes for the next 40 to 45 minutes. So it's a bit of a you know, set some reminders um, or just know, stay in the kitchen and, you know, do multitask. I was but just about to say, yeah. this is a great excuse to hide from people for a little while and be like, I'm just glazing the turkey. I'll be with you in a little <laughs> yeah. minute. And just sit there and have some quiet time. Love the sound. Absolutely. That. And then in terms of garnishing, decoration, how can we kitsch it up? Find like all grandma's <laughs> cutlery and crockery. Um, but actually, you know, just like some fresh bay leaves, some fresh cranberries, lovely herbs. That always looks, you know, and I think with turkeys, you don't want to go too over the top. Just let that, uh, you know, let the turkey shine and just a little bit of a, a wreath around it with some fresh ingredients. That sounds lovely. All right. Um, I mm. want to come back to, you, well, you mentioned before the, the mold, the, the smoked salmon mousse. But you've actually yeah. used molds for a few different things um, in this feature in Nourish magazine. You've got a rose water, coconut and orange blossom jelly. You've got um, the terrine, so somewhat shaped there. But let's start about with that fish. Um, how can you make a good smoked salmon mousse? Because I'm a genuine question. I'm in charge of starters on the 25th. Now, I'd, I'd quite like to impress my mum. Yeah, get your mousse mold. That's going to already help with like the presentation, right? Um, and what you're looking for is something that's airy. Um, you, so you, you need to keep like a light touch with everything that you're doing. Um, we, you did use smoked salmon, but you could use smoked tuna as well for the for the mousse. And to make the mousse, it's simple again with ingredients. So you've got salmon, you've got whipping cream, lemon, fresh dill, sea salt, and like some lovely smoked salmon ribbons, which you know you can grab at Spinney's, um, and then some olive oil for greasing the mold. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, how, do you have a lot of time on the day, or is it I'm, something I'm, that you can I'm, make in advance? I'm happy to hide in the kitchen. Um, no. Um, <laughs> Sounds I, like you should be doing the whole meal. I actually don't have much time because we arrive on the 23rd and there's a whole lot of packages waiting at my parents' house that need to be wrapped. So I think I'm going to be on Christmas wrapping rather than salmon moosing. Um, what, okay. about, what about in some, um, some other little starters? You mentioned prawn cocktail there. I love a prawn cocktail. Um, how yes. have you kind of brought it into 2022? Well, yeah, go back, going back in time. Um, so we decided to um, sort of present it in lovely um, coops, you know, so like flat glasses. Mm-hmm. We've got some pickled onions, some pickled cucumber, little baby gem lettuce for some crunch, and then the prawn sort of just like hanging over the edge in a very classic style. But it looks it looks striking, you know, and I, I would say do that and the salmon mousse and your mum and mother-in-law will be oh. over the moon. <laughs> oh, let, I mean, let's, let's, let's keep our dreams real realistic but I'd be happy with just one of them um I wanted to quickly get onto the lamb because turkey's not for everyone and that's absolutely fine um for for a good lamb and you've done a crown roast what do we need to know and how can the team and spinnies actually make it even easier for us so you know this crown roast it sort of looks like something out of medieval times um but it's basically just taking the racks of lamb and asking the spinnies butcher to put it together for you in the shape of the crown so it's usually like two to three of them put together um so that's simple and anyone anyone at any of the butchery counters will help out with that 
Um, interestingly, like lamb is something that I always eat on Christmas Day. So um, I think I'll actually try this. I usually do a leg of lamb, but um, I think the crown roast is striking. So we'll definitely do that. Um, and then it's pretty easy. You know, you're just going to cook your lamb like nice and low and slow. Um, and it's got like a mustard crust on the outside of it. Yeah. And then you surround it on a bed of peas to serve it. And, and there we go. It's one heck of a showstopper. What about gravy? You can't talk to a northern girl and not talk gravy, Tiff. What, well, are we having a gravy with this lamb? And if so, how? Um, I mean, you could. Oh, <laughs> what about a nice mint sauce? Okay. <laughs> That's more me. Okay, fine. Could we? Yeah. Do, we, I'm all about a couple of sauces on the side. Done, done, done. <laughs> We've only got a couple of minutes left, so I want to talk about a sweet end, a sweet retro end to mm. Christmas dinner. You've got a couple of different choices. You've got a Melba trifle, an upside down pineapple case. One of the first things I learned to make in school in home economics. Um, and as Aww. I said, that, I know, and that lovely, um, that lovely uh, molded jelly with the rose water, coconut and orange blossom. What are you going to be making and, uh, and how? Okay, so I am actually going to be making a trifle, but probably not this recipe. I'm trying a recipe from last year's edition. Um, it's got a sort of citrusy curd, um, a, clement- like a clementine jelly, and then this curd and mince meat, you know, fruit mince meat, sponge cake, um, custard, and then you sort of line the edge at the top of the trifle bowl with mince pies, and it just looks really pretty. So that's what I'm doing, but the trifle in the 12 Days of Kitchenmas also looks really delicious, you know, and it so um, I would definitely say give that a go but I want to try the jelly um, if I have time because I'm kind of like going through this phase I get obsessed with certain things and I'm uh-huh. collecting jelly molds and I'm trying to make you know all sorts of old school sort of jelly shapes oh, Tiff, I'll, bring, um, I'll bring you some back my favourite interior shop in the whole wide world is in the village I grew up and it's called Re, and oh, it is absolutely yeah. shock full of exactly that so I will oh my god that sounds amazing I will, please do I'll send yeah. you the Instagram and I'll bring you a Prezi um, last okay, question yeah. you have completely tortured yourselves there as recipe creators um, with a countdown to 2023 you're doing 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 and those numbers signify the number of ingredients in these dishes you are insane yes, so yes we are you've insane. got a 10 ingredient <laughs> snack platter and then all yes. the way down to and I just need to ask you this before you go a one ingredient chocolate mousse what what yes. what tell us more <laughs> okay so yes we did torture ourselves we had a lot of like internal arguments as to like why we came up with this <laughs> one ingredient chocolate mousse i mean we did kind of cheat and we gave in and said that water is not counting as an ingredient no, so it it's is like using air. water no, it's exactly air. right thank, thank you for being on my side um so yeah, it's the miraculous mousse, you know, with chocolate and water. Um, and the secret is to not over-whip the mousse for this. Um, and it looks beautiful. And also, uh, all toppings on top of the mousse didn't count as ingredients as well. Yeah, fair <laughs> Yeah. Enough. Well, this is all but, um, in, in the yeah. magazine, Tiff. And thank you to you and the team for working so, so hard to make our lives even easier. Brilliant recipes in there. Gorgeous food photography. It's an absolute treat for the eyes as well as the tummies. So, wishing you a very, very... Happy holidays. Thank you so much you for too. being with us. And thank you for all and the happy food. happy cooking. <laughs> happy cooking. Well, happy salmon moosing. I think that's about yes. as far as it's going to go for me. You're an absolute superstar. Thank you so much, Tiff. Really, really appreciate okay. it. Have a good one and a lovely weekend. Merry okay. Christmas. Bye. You're listening to Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. We have been asking you, and when I say you, I mean the children to be sending in your questions for Santa, not only to satisfy any curiosities you've had about how it all happened, but also to win your family a 500 dirham voucher to spend in spinnies. And my goodness, Santa, you are going to love these questions. How are you this afternoon, sir? Oh, 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 it's wonderful to be back in Dubai. And Helen, I love seeing you last week with your daughters, Phoebe and oh, what was Tabby. the other girl's name? The naughty one. Tabitha. <laughs> right. Yeah, the naughty ones. Oh, no, they were very well. Well, very I, good I appreciated the warning you gave them, which was there's still time to be little angels and turn That's things right. around. Nine days before Christmas. Children, And you guys can still, still make it. <laughs> Santa, we're going to have to have a quick fire round. We've had some amazing questions from Dubai Eye listeners, the, the, the younger ones. And they're all in the draw to win this brilliant prize. But I think the, the real prize is a bit of inside knowledge on how it all happens. Now, a message here saying, my five-year-old wants to know if you have a toilet on your sleigh. I've never thought of this. Trust a five-year-old boy, though, Santa. 
I don't want to, you know, break any mystery. <laughs> but do you oh, have a toilet? Oh, that's a top secret, top <laughs> oh, secret. No. no, what we do is we have many, many parents that say, Santa, if you have to go to the restroom very quickly, you will leave the light on in the restroom for you. <laughs> good, good <laughs> tip. Leave a snack and leave well, a light on for the toilet. Okay. Right, with all that milk and cookies, you know, sometimes I have to go to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for keeping it real. Ian saying, can Santa please say hello to Neil? She's four and she would love dominoes and gold shoes for Christmas. Can you give Neil a little shout out? Hi, Neil. Ho, ho. Oh, Be good. And those dreams could come true. I love this question from Glenn. My daughter would like to know if your reindeers visit the vet. She would love to be a veterinarian one day. Who makes sure that Rudolph and the whole cohort are healthy and ready for a very busy period? That's an excellent question. I'm here in Dubai without my reindeers. And you know why? Because they're going through extensive training, checkups by the vets, and they're ready for that special trip on the 24th. And you know how I got to Dubai? How? Emirates. Of course. Of course you did. We've also had messages coming in on the phone line. This is Elise and she is six. Santa, what makes your sleigh fly? Magic fairy dust or Christmas spirit? Great question. What is it? That is a great question. Mm -hmm. I think it's a combination of both. They say it's the magic fairy dust, the red magic fairy dust. But that Christmas spirit makes Santa put a smile on and deliver all those Christmas presents in a very timely manner. You were right, Elise. It's both. And here's eight-year-old Harvey. He's got a question for you, Santa. Hey, Santa, is it true you can do magic? Can you make unlimited snowballs or free stuff? Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't think we can do unlimited magic, but we have a lot of fun. But uh, mostly the magic that we use is not for snowball fights and things like that. It's to get the presents to all the good boys and girls. <laughs> Ellen wants to know, is it colder in Ski Dubai or at the North Pole? I was pretty cold the other day. My little tootsies were cold. But is the North Pole colder than Ski Dubai, Santa? Uh, that's an excellent question because I've been at Ski Dubai for a couple of weeks now and my feet get pretty cold. But in the North Pole, I have to wear two pair of socks. It gets down to like minus 34 oh instead gosh. of just minus four degrees. Okay, oh, there oh, you oh. go, North Pole. Um, a message here um, asking, this is a really good question, something I've thought about as well, Victoria. How does Santa come down the chimney and not get a burnt bottom? That's a good question because Santa has like two or three or four different special magical fairy dust. And the purple fairy dust over my suit protects my body from fire. That's how I do it. More magic. Can Santa please say hello to Belle and Jace? They are en route to Lapland to meet you, Santa. They're going to meet you in your home. So you're going to have to get back from Dubai pretty quick, smart. Jace is five and Belle is seven. Wow, Chase and Bella. Hi. Have a wonderful trip and make sure you bundle up. Yep. Seriously, guys. Bella and Jace have an absolutely amazing, amazing holiday. Report back. Now, Kapil's got a very practical question. How do you navigate Google Maps, Flight Radar 24? How do you get to all of those homes? We use a combination of all that stuff and we they plan our best trip because we're in a very, very tight schedule and it has to be very super, super precise. We even have NORAD helping us track where we need to go across the world. You don't want to get lost on Christmas Eve. Um, now, a question here from a little five-year-old. This is T. How do you deliver all the presents in one night? This was a very common question, Santa, because people want to know about fitting all the presents in the sack and really how you get across so many countries and cities and homes and making sure that all those children get presents in just one evening. Right, that's excellent because Santa has a lot of magical dust, fairy dust, and the red and the green help me condense all those presents and it gives so much energy to my sled. That's what helps me get to all the different places. Plus, I have all the different time zones and we're able to shrink time because everybody in the world wants to know, Santa, how do you do it? 
And it's the best kept secret that Santa has. Okay. <laughs> we can't reveal all the secrets today, guys. Now, Sunshine and Izel both have the same questions. I'm going to play them both for you. So, Santa, how do your reindeers can fly in the sky? Ooh. Hi, I'm Izel. That is I'm great. I'm five years old. But how, how can reindeers because reindeers don't have wings, Santa. You know, they've got antlers and they don't seem very light to me. So Sunshine and Zell want to know, how on earth do they take to the skies? Because they're special reindeers and their, their hair on their reindeer skin has special aerodynamic little hollow tubes. And that gives them lift and thrust and their antlers help push them up. And we're able to go at magical speeds to get everything delivered in a special timely manner. These are no ordinary reindeer guys. And here is Ahana, who's seven. Hi, Santa. Who's your favorite reindeer and what's your favorite part about Christmas? Oh, two questions there. Who is your favorite reindeer and what's your favorite part about Christmas? I think everybody knows who my favorite (laughs) reindeer is. Of course, it's Rudolph. And my favorite part of Christmas is that I get to see millions and millions of smiles from good little boys and girls. It just gives me goosebumps. Oh, that's lovely. And follow-up question, this is from Betty saying, what is Rudolph's favourite snack? We've been putting out carrots for years and I really hope we haven't been disappointing him. I think you are hit it right on the head. He loves carrots, so that's the best one. Ho, ho, ho. He Sansa, just loves that. It's been such a pleasure. You're at Ski Dubai for just a few days longer because you need to get back to Lapland. Belle and Jace are going to be meeting you there. Um, and can I ask you one last question? What are all the boys and girls asking for when they come into your cabin and they have hopefully been helpful in their home and they've been kind to their brothers and sisters and to their mums and dads and their teachers and their friends and they will hopefully be finding something under the tree what are the most requested toys and gifts right now well i think the different age groups the uh, barbie dream house the lol dream house um monster trucks very very popular among the young kids and paw patrol uh, when we get older, uh, people like Heelys and roller skates and roller blades. The uh, yo-yo has been coming up again. Oh, really? See, really? that's what we like. Nice traditional toys that the elves can make more easily rather than all those little bits that go into a monster truck. My five-year-old asked for a remote control spider, so I'm going to let you get that message back to the elves because I feel like that could be a tricky one. Santa, thank you so much for being with us. I know this is a very busy time and there's lots of gift giving and hot, hot chocolate drinking and snow sliding to be happening at Ski Dubai. So get back to those lovely boys and girls. Have a brilliant, brilliant few days. And then you need to get back to Lapland. Thank you, sir. Okay. It's, it's been, my pleasure. It's been oh, our pleasure. Oh, come and see me. Bye-bye. Merry bye. Christmas, oh, oh. one and all. Thanks for being with us on this episode of Farmer's Kitchen. You can tune in live every single Friday afternoon between 2 and 5 on Dubai Eye 103.8.